Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the greater Greenville area of South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor here in Greenville in the upstate. Uh, and you can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any reason. If you need to have a realtor represent you for anything, or if you just want to talk about the show, whatever the case may be, let me know. My contact information is in the show notes. And as always, please subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Download episodes, that helps the show as well. Rate, review, give a little thanks. That's all we're looking for on this Thanksgiving week episode. And by the way, don't give me a low rating because the last episode was not as high audio quality as I normally do. That was uh, a complete brain fart on my uh, side of things. I didn't plug in my mic. So I used the standard Mac computer microphone, which of course results in it being, it sounds a little echoey. So I apologize for that. Hopefully you guys don't ding me and give me like a three or four stars for that. Come on, hit the five stars. You guys know you want to do it. It only takes two seconds. And uh, and that encourages me to keep producing content for all y'all. Yes, I did say y'all. Um, all right. What uh, we're doing this week, this Thanksgiving week, is I want to talk about what I'm thankful for when it comes to uh, lovely Greenville, South Carolina. What are the things about Greenville that I am most thankful for? And so I've got a list. And uh, it's it's a holiday week. I'm not going to uh, make this a long episode, so I'm not going to elaborate too much on each of these. And, and I don't think any of these will be groundbreaking. Uh, but I just want to be thankful because that's what we're supposed to do this week. Uh, so for starters, I just want to say I'm thankful for the parks in Greenville. And I mean, this, this is a no-brainer. It's one of the, one of the best things about uh, not just Greenville, but the entire upstate. We have some fantastic parks. And, of course, it all starts with Falls Park. Um, you know, we talked, I talked last week in my echoey episode about, uh, Unity Park, which looks like that's going to be awesome. Uh, Cleveland Park where the zoo is located, uh, and, and a huge playground is awesome. Um, Greer City Park is awesome. Um, Tiger River Park is awesome. Cleveland Park in Spartanburg is awesome. I mean, there are parks galore all over the place that are really, really awesome, and that's one of my favorite things about this area is that uh, you can just, anywhere you go, there are tons of really fantastic parks, great places for dogs, great places for children, for families. Um, and I've always enjoyed that about the upstate. Um, and and at the end of the day, it, it if it's not my favorite thing about this area, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite things. Uh, secondly, hiking. I don't get to hike as much as I would like to, but I really enjoy hiking. And the upstate, not necessarily Greenville proper, but the upstate in general, this this little northwestern slice of South Carolina has access to a lot of fantastic hiking. And so um, really w- within like Greenville County proper, probably my favorite spot most people would think Paris Mountain. Uh, Paris Mountain is, is is a great place. 
Um, I, I will say it's way too expensive if you're a family of four, you know, to, to have to drop 20 bucks to go there. That's kind of unreasonable in my opinion, but whatever. By the way, uh, my understanding, according to my wife, is that on Black Friday, the South Carolina state parks will be free to enter and access. So little tip for you guys. Um, but uh, but Lake Conesty, which, uh, you know, does not have really any elevation change. I mean, a little bit and some there's some hilly parts of it, but it, it's relatively flat. It is heavily trafficked. Um, it does have some boardwalks and whatnot, but it goes over the Reedy River. It connects with the Swamp Rabbit. Um, that's probably my favorite one in and, and the one that I go to most in Greenville County proper. It's not really hiking. It's more just like a nice out in nature walk. Um, but there's tons of other great areas where you can actually do hiking. And, and yeah, there's there's tables, uh, Table Rock and Caesar's Head, um, which are which are both you know, within an hour of, uh, of Greenville proper. Um, we went this past weekend to the city of Landrum and did a little hike. Um, again, it, 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 it's hard to even call it a hike because there was so little elevation change and quite a bit of it was gravel, but it it was, uh, called twin ponds. Um, and it was at the, I think they called the blue wall preserve, um, and it was just beautiful. It was just, and, and it wasn't heavily trafficked. I mean, there were people there, but it wasn't like nuts. Um, and we we just, you know, we went around. It, it's called Twin Ponds because there are two ponds that you go to. And it's nestled, you know, around those mountains that are up there in that Landrum area. And with the fall colors and everything, it was just gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I've been up to... Uh, I believe this is actually North Carolina, but but again, not very far away. You get up there, and there's um, one of my one of my favorite spots to go to. This nearby is Black Balsam Knob, which is a part of the Art Lobe Trail system, which is a, a huge trail, by the way. Um, goes on I don't know how many dozens of miles, but it's massive. But the the Black Balsam Knob, um, you can actually drive up there, and um, and, and not do like the you know the dozens of miles of hiking just drive up there and do a short little hike up to basically the very top and you can just see for miles around the um, the, the the type of vegetation and whatnot is very unique to the area which I'm guessing is is because of, of those mountains that kind of come out of nowhere um, and, and aren't really covered by trees. And uh, and so that that's a really great spot that I've gone to a few different times. I, I just I just enjoy it. I just think it's it's a it's a cool area. Um, and and of course there's a ton of others. I mean Linville Gorge that I've been to a few times, which is just a really unique kind of canyony type of type of area. Um, all all sorts of others. You you get up there by Table Rock, and particularly in that area. There's got to be hundreds of different trails, hundreds of different places to hike. So a lot of people come here for the hiking, and it's for good reason. There are a ton of of areas that you can go hiking, and I'm very thankful for them. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, of course, this is a no-brainer. Um, Greenville, for the size of a of a city and county that it is, has Number three, some great places to eat and drink, and I'm very thankful for that. 
Um, we we love to eat out as as all you know millennials. Millennials are known for that. We waste all all our money eating out, and you know and and buying expensive drinks. And like any good millennial, I've chosen to do that as well. Um, we have so many good options around here. I'm a big fan of the Table Three Hundred One restaurant, Sobe's Lazy Goat, um, and and there's a few others as well. I'm a big fan of Sidewall Pizza. Uh, as far as a local pizza place, um, I'm a big fan of the Peddler Steakhouse. Of course, in downtown Greer, we have uh, humorously named the Strip Club uh, 104, which is uh, called that because of its New York strip, but it also has a bit of a racy theme. Um, but very excellent food. Um, of course, if you want to get really fancy, there's Hall's Chop House, uh, which came over from Charleston. Um, and the list just goes on and on. And of course, we've got a gazillion breweries. We're starting to get more and more wineries here. Um, I I went to a great little bar called The Whale uh, with Ian. If you're if you're listening, I I love that place. Um, I uh, the, near my house is a bar and restaurant called Southern Growl, which is cool. It's kind of a play on words because not only are there growlers, but also it's very dog friendly. Um, and they have a, uh, a beer selection. It's like, you know, like 50 different taps. I mean, it's just, it's a really great selection. Um, and so there's just so many, I I had someone, um, that's not from the area asked me recently now, you know, is Greenville kind of, does it have good food? And I was just like, yes, absolutely. And then it was like, where do I even start? You know, like what type of food? I mean, you know, all those options that I just named were like nicer places. But then we have, uh, you know, restaurants like Willie Taco, where um, really, you know, unique take on tacos um, or or like taco sushi, which is like a blend of Japanese and Mexican fusion together. Like there's all sorts of, of other places that are like great lunch spots as well. Um, and then, of course, we've got the comfort food spots like Tupelo Honey it's just, it's a long list. It is such a long list. And I love that that you can get almost anything you want in Greenville food wise. My only complaint, and I apologize if you have an Italian restaurant in Greenville, but the Italian food scene is lacking. Now the pizza scene is good. We have a good pizza scene. Um, you're not going to find Chicago or Detroit style, but you can find just about anything else. Um, and and some some solid options, but the Italian food scene lacking. I'm from New Jersey, so I, I can have an opinion on this. Um, but that's number three. Great places to eat and drink. Number four. Um, I'm not gonna hype this up too much, but so I'm gonna say generally, generally great weather. The weather in Greenville, um, yeah, generally great. It does get. It, it's so. There are some places where. You know, like Phoenix, for instance, where, you know, it's known for just being like really hot a lot. Um, And of course, it's the desert. It's desert hot. So that's different. And then, of course, it can get really cold at night. So I understand all of those things. But like Phoenix, like it's just it's hot a lot of the time. You're you're in the valley. um, And I've been there and and it's let me tell you, you go outside and it just hits you and you're just you're just instantly sweating. Um, Greenville doesn't have that kind of heat. Um, and then there's other places that are just, that just have a brutal cold type of climate. And yes, they, they have some, they'll have a nice 
part of, of the year, you know, like I, I know some people from Vermont and New Hampshire and, and it's like beautiful, beautiful weather several months of the year, but brutal, brutal winters, Michigan, brutal winters. Um, and it, it can just get exhausting to some people. Greenville, so Greenville tends to not have the brutal hot and it tends to not have the brutal cold, but it does get hot and cold different seasons. They just don't last as long and they just don't get quite as harsh. We'll only have a few days out of the year typically where it's, you know, below 30 degrees, um, like during the day. At night, it'll go below 30 um, every now and then during the winter. Um, But typically during the day, it's going to you know, even during the the worst part of the winter, which is typically like the end of January into early February, usually it's going to end up, you know, uh, staying in the in the 30s, uh, if not higher. And then the summers, uh, I mean, this past summer was incredible. Um, Temperatures, typically in the 80s, that was a little bit more mild than normal. Normally, it's, um, you know, you'll have several weeks of high 90s, but not usually in the hundreds. Um, and you guys that are from the area, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, but uh, but we've got we've got truly four seasons. I, I will say, I, I do wish we got a little bit of snow, um, a little more than we get. But we do get a dusting, you know, usually once or twice a year, just barely enough for the kids to, to go a little sledding. Um, and then that's it. Um, fall is great. Spring is great. I love those two seasons here in Greenville. Um, and the summer is just warm enough that you can do summery things. Um, the winter is not cold enough to do wintry things. Like you can't go ice skating on, on a pond, for instance. Um, however, we do have ice on Maine, uh, which is a a place that you can, a little rink that you can go ice skating downtown, uh, which is currently open. Um, but no snowball fights, no snowmen, except in really unusual uh, winter years. That's my only complaint, probably about the weather, is that we it does get cold, but it doesn't get uh, it. The coldness doesn't result in any kind of like good storm, uh, good snow events that we can do anything with. But otherwise, again, the weather's great. Um, we don't typically get hurricanes. Um, we, we don't typically get tornadoes, although we can every now and then. Um, we don't get typically get earthquakes. We've had a few little tremors. Um, so great weather all around. That's number four. Number five, I'm going to get a little more specific with this one, but I'm going to give a shout out to um, local company Crockett Doodles. Um, they, they're kind of like a, a middleman um, for different doodle dog breeders. Um, but but it's it's not uh, it's not like a, a middleman that's just not doing anything. They they provide a lot of value. I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm not going to you know do all their work for them. If they want me to if they want to be a sponsor of the show, they can pay up for that. But uh, the long story short, I will say this: I got my own dog through them. It's a, she's a mini golden doodle, and she's an incredible dog. We love her. She's super cute. Great personality. Great temperament. Um, and you know the the process. Really, the only complaint I had was they had such a long wait list, it took us forever to get her. Um, but we have her now. Uh, she's five months old. Great little dog. You can check out my Instagram page if you want to take a look at her at, at Stan McCune. I've got some pictures of her on there. 
Um, but Crockett Doodles, the local local company, and they do a great job. Highly recommend them, and I am thankful uh, thankful for them. They helped me to get Bailey, uh, my uh, little puppy that we are trying to currently train. Um, six on the list, Greenville, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but Greenville and the Upstate in general has, and not just Greenville, but also Spartanburg, has a, a ton of good schools. We have a ton of good schools, both public, private, Christian, whatever you need, special ed, charter, so many good schools in the area. The, the kids have just a lot of great opportunities to get a good education. Um, and it just gives you variety. And and with the with the number, the one nice thing, you know, we have a number of award-winning uh, schools in a number of different school districts. So you don't, it's not just like all isolated to one part of Greenville that like all the people have to go to for their kids to be in a good school. Really all throughout the upstate, there are so many uh, school districts where your children will be getting a great education. And that is, that's great. It's not you, you don't have to worry about, okay, I can only go to this section of town in order to have my kid in a good school. No. Um, it's almost the opposite. It's almost like the um, you know, if you're not in a good school district, that's a rarity because there are so many good ones. Um, so i'm I'm very grateful for that. That adds a ton of flexibility to those who have children and and need to put them into school. Um, seventh, th- this is a little bit. Uh, hard to uh, quantify, but I think Greenville just in general has a cooperative spirit. And I I see this on multiple levels. I see this in the real estate world. Um, Really, really cool cooperative spirit, not necessarily between brokerages, um, but I've seen it in other ways. I've seen it, um, for instance, between real estate investors working together, trying to help each other out, um, trying to make an impact on housing affordability and, and things like that. I've seen it with businesses, businesses trying to help each other out, trying to um, trying to work together to be cooperative. Um, I've seen it with with different public private partnerships. It's just in general, it feels like Greenville, there's a spirit of, hey, let's come together. Let's not all just be competitive. Let's try to come together and solve some things and and make ourselves better in the process in multiple ways, in multiple areas, um, not just one. Um, and last but not least, I'll, I'll mention excellent medical care. Um, we have some some great doctors around here. My daughter um, had to have a uh, cleft palate plastic surgery done uh, several years ago. We, we had a surgeon that was trained at Johns Hopkins um, really unique for a, a city in an area of this size to have a doctor like that, that we didn't have to go to Charleston, that we didn't have to go to Charlotte or Atlanta or somewhere like that. We are able to do all that right here in Greenville. Um, and there's a lot of other great doctors, a lot of other great specialists right here in Greenville, great chiropractors if you're into that, um, a lot of alternative medicine as well. So that is a really underrated part of being in this area uh, that particularly the past couple of years with COVID and whatnot, it's it's really become uh, a, a big deal, making sure that you can get good medical care. And that's something that 
uh, Greenville and the upstate offers. And uh, I'm thankful for that because that's directly impacted me. I've had some health thing, uh, some health things that have impacted me over the years. And as I mentioned, my daughter, who's had a lot of health things over the years. Um, and we're just grateful. I'm grateful. I'm thankful that we can be in a smaller, quote unquote, smaller area and still have access to that type of top quality medical care. So those are the eight things. I'm not going to drag this out to 10. I don't have any more written down, although I could make this list as long as I wanted to. Um, But I chose to stop there at eight. Those are the things I'm thankful for. Um, Why don't you guys let me know? Let me know what you're thankful for when it comes to Greenville. I'm curious to hear from you guys. Um, But in the meantime, it's Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with family. Enjoy your time uh, eating turkey or whatever. Uh, meat that you prefer. Some people are very adamant that turkey is not what they're going to eat on Thanksgiving. You be you, okay? If you're one of those, go at it. Eat your your macaroni and your rolls and and whatever other carbs you want to have. That's what the day is all about. And I'm thankful for you guys listening. I should add that. That's my ninth. I'm thankful for you guys, right? Got to throw that in there. But thank you for listening. Enjoy the holiday. We'll talk next week.